I think there's no other way to start this interview than to say fuck me, really, because uh, we've endured two false starts, tech problems out the bloody wazoo, and two different video platforms later. But uh, finally, we're here, Benny. We've Boost Seeker are back on the pod, and I tell you what, it's uh, after the shitstorm that no one will see at the end of this. It's uh, bloody nice to have you on the show. <laughs> Mate, it's good to be back. I've been um, silently looking at you for the last 20 minutes with without you and I being able to actually hear each other on the other side. So I'm, I'm glad that I can hear you now. I'm nearly, I'm ready for a beer. It's, it's, it's been stressing me out the last 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I'm physically sweating because I had a shit, <laughs> shit my pants moment. And uh, look, I think we're, uh, we're, we're better friends as a result of that. So, <laughs> I, I, I can, I can read your body language, as they say, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, you can see you straight into my soul. You don't even have to talk to me. I just know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> there could be it could be a quiet episode after that, but um, oh Jesus, well, know, let's get almost, into it. But... Almost just takes five minute break after that. It was it was absolutely chaotic. Oh, I'm st- I think I'm still coming down. To be honest, I was uh, I was very much up shit creek without a paddle, but uh, you know, as they say, <laughs> if it doesn't kill you gives you you know ptsd but it we'll, we'll get through it exactly well, I, well i'm currently sitting in a um Woolworths car park as well so the <laughs> here is absolutely great considering what you and i just went through okay <laughs> well i won't uh it, it's it'll be short and sweet so you can uh, get oh, in get your groceries and <laughs> oh well no i didn't actually it was the first thing when i saw that it was six fourteen. i was like shit i'm gonna have to pull over us and uh Woolworths was the was the next stop so i'm not actually here to get groceries i'm just here to talk to you basically (laughs) (laughs) well that's a plug if Woolworths want to jump on as a uh, show supporter we'll happily take that on board the official uh grocery supplier of boost seeker and 78 amps so just the the official car park i reckon yeah not even gross (laughs) (laughs) well when we last spoke don't waste your love it just dropped and you were sweating bullets in the car and it's only fitting that you're back in it yet again i can't believe it so last time i spoke to you i was back in a car you were but i don't think you are <laughs> i think it was a hot summer day and you were sweating absolute bullets i believe so not hot today which is nice so we've got that at least going for us in this interview it's quite it's quite nice actually but yes <laughs> It's been a while since we chatted. I didn't realize that it's, uh, it's been that long. I know. Well, a lot's happened. There's been Boo Seeker songs coming left, right, and center, it seems. There's been changes in sound, and we're going to get to all that later. But first of all, as we did, you know, when you were first on the show, what's been spinning on the playlist as of late? Um, I've been listening to... Um, it's been awesome my my manager actually he's been chucking me heaps of just new stuff coming through that i haven't really heard of and and a couple of other bands that he's been looking after so i've been frothing on this band called dear sunday Uh, they're great really like those boys um what else have i been getting into um jungle um what else feel like I've had something on repeat and I don't know other than myself to be brutally honest I'm sick of listening to Boo Seeker I'll tell you that um what else yeah jungle just the you know everything that's kind of coming out and I'm kind of flicking through everything bit of Rufus bit of um going back and listening to old school Kanye 
I don't know about yeah. his new stuff, but old school is just like, man, he was a Don back then. He was so good, but he's lost his absolute marbles now. Oh, yeah. So have you seen the doco yet? No, I haven't. No, I haven't either. Apparently, it's a ripper, but yeah, I'm with you. He's too, uh, he's too hung up on Mr. Davidson, I reckon. Uh, I don't really know what's going on. He's a genius, but he's crazy. He's crazy as hell. Yeah. I think it goes part and parcel, doesn't it? <laughs> Probably. But yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you. I haven't... I think I told you last time, like, when I write records, I don't honestly listen to a great deal of music because um, I don't want to be influenced by any specific sound or because I'll end up trying to write something like that and not really what I try to do for Boo Seeker. Like I always want to draw influence to some extent, but that's why I keep the listening to music quite minimal when I'm in the studio and just write what's coming out of my head, really. Well, it seems uh, you'll have to be careful if you're going into the studio again because after our traumatic experience and listening <laughs> to Kanye, you might end up writing the lyrics to Stronger. But... Um... <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Let's put that as the uh, the start of the episode. I reckon that's yeah, the best I will. so far. That's a great. That's great. Thank you. I worked <laughs> out on that one. But uh, <laughs> you said you were listening to yourself, and the latest track is "Finish What You Started," and it's definitely it's definitely more dance inspired of the uh, the broader Bruce Seeker range. I guess what was the what's the backstory there? Um. Yeah, I don't really want to, you know, obviously we've all gone through COVID. We've all, all spoke about that. I'm pretty pretty stoked to not talk about COVID ever again. <laughs> um, but I I just, I, I've written so many songs in this process of this record and I think there was a turn halfway through the year for me where I was just like, fuck, I just want to make half of this record something that I, like, if I was with my mates boozing up in the sun at a festival, like I want to be like want to be dancing to that. Not that Boo hasn't had those songs in the past, um, but I guess that kind of probably got me more on the on the dance vibes. It was as simple as that. Like I just wanted to write some songs that it was like, well, I'd want to hear that at a festival, basically, because I was missing playing live so much. Um, so that's kind of where. It, that started and finish finish what you started was the first kind of batch I guess of songs more in that dance realm um, Dream was Dream was lingering around as well but there's probably another three or four maybe even five more dancey songs on on this new album and then you know it's mixed in with probably more that boo sound that everybody I kind of um, I guess or hopefully knows um but and then there's actually a couple of acoustic songs on this record as well. So it's um yeah, it's been a whirlwind of a ride writing this record, but it's real diverse and I'm stoked with it. And, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to do what um you know, what makes me happy and, and this record's made me happy. So yeah, why the why the fuck not, eh? That's all that matters. But Yeah. I mean you said it's a bit of a mix and I actually wanted to bring up Tripwire because it's one of those songs that sort of caught me out, caught me by surprise last year listening to it. And, um, you know, I mean, I'll, as we said, we're friends now. I can just say it straight up. It charted in my Spotify wrapped. It was, it was completely unexpected and 
it was on repeat a lot for me once it came out. Oh, cheers, but, bro. Um, oh, no worries, mate. But uh, can you chat me through a bit about that song? Because we haven't had a chance to really talk about that because it, it seemed like a very different side of Boo that we're, they, that we're used to. Yeah, well, well again, I think um, there's so many turning moments with writing this record. I mean, I don't even need, I don't even know if I'm going to put Tripwire on this record um, because I've got a couple of other songs that I really want to put on. But I think I, well, not to make this a really long-winded kind of fucking story here, but I think when Boo Seeker started, when we put out Kingdom Leader. And we had Deception Bay in full. And they all went really well, really quickly. Like, me and Sam was just in sixth gear straight away. Had no, We were just trying to catch our own fucking tail, really. Um, had no idea what we were doing. We were trying to write songs literally on the road. And I think we were kind of basically keeping ourselves in somewhat of a parameter of what that sound was. Um, we weren't. We didn't really have the time to experiment, I guess, is the main thing that I'm saying. Where... When I wrote Tripwire, I was going through a um, a bit of a shit time, to be brutally honest. I mean, it you know it speaks for itself that song. Um, I just you know wasn't wasn't coping with things all that great. Wasn't dealing with life that great. Not not to be a neggy on your episode, but um, I just wanted to write about it. And I and I've always very much um, kind of beaten around the bush with with lyrics. Haven't really just said it how it is. And for Tripwire, I was like, when we first had it, I had it as a as a demo on an acoustic guitar, and then we were trying to write it into an electronic song, and it just wasn't giving me or the producer the same feels that it did with the with the demo of the acoustic. So, I guess that was the starting point of this record, where we were like, all right, maybe not every song has to have that exact same and the same sounds of each song in this record. Like maybe we just give these songs what the songs need. If it needs electronic, then we'll go electronic. If it needs to go acoustic, we'll just go acoustic. Like we won't try to base it around the same sounds and the same vibe of every song. So I guess that's where, yeah, for this for this record, I mean, I might be completely wrong. People might listen and go, no, nah, it's not diverse at all. But for me, I go, you know, there's a, I still people think people will listen to it and go, I 100% know that's Boo Seeker, but, He's definitely trying a whole lot of different shit on this record for sure. Is it a bit of a relief to have something, I guess, that experimental out in the out in the world? Given that you guys, you know, are primarily known as an electronic act, but having that out now, so when you do release this album, it's not such a big surprise to people. Well, uh, the other thing is, I really liked. Like I really liked putting it, not that I really thought about it to be brutally honest, but having had Don't Waste Your Love and then Drop Tripwire, which is completely and utterly couldn't go any further away from Don't Waste Your Love sound really. Um, and then putting out Tripwire and then going Dream. I, I just like keeping everything fresh. Like I, I had a lot of people messaging in going, you know, every time you drop a new song, we don't know what it's going to be like because every song's so so different at the moment so and i really like that it's just it keeps me on my toes as well and not just getting stale of going in and using the same sounds and writing the same way I, you know I, I never want to do that i don't want to have 10 records 
in the future and they all just sound the same, you know? Like, some people might not like every song on this record and that's totally fine. But for me, I've, I feel like I wanted to respect the song that my head had, had written. I wanted to respect it with the music that I felt needed to be with that message and, and that kind of vibe of song. So to have tripwire sounding any other way than what it came out i just knew it wasn't going to work so we tried it like three or four times me and matt and we just sat there and went it just sounds good with an acoustic guitar like there's no reason why we can't just leave it like that and yeah it's kind of opened me up just not to be scared of just going hey if it sounds good for you and that's what you like then you know put it out in the world why not yeah bit of fucking energy i'll get around that yeah, well, I haven't had much of that in my life, to be brutally honest. <laughs> I'm usually the first person to worry about what everybody else thinks, but I think just with everything that happened with my life last year, I definitely have probably grown a little bit of that fucking energy and just let's go. So, um, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for you to, um, to hear the rest of it. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I speak for a lot of people when I say it's going to be a, a very good time, but... Um... I mean, it's it's been a big twelve months, as you said, for for Boo Seeker in in general, and you've taken the reins, you've taken it solo, if my research is correct. But um, what's that been like for you? Is it more freedom, or are you still sort of worried about what people are, are going to think with you know the music? As uh, there less people to bounce ideas off, how's the sort of um, I guess transition been? Um, I mean, other than like with Sam, Sam and I really took a 50-50 on the writing. Um, and then when Sam uh, Sam went and um, pursued his new career, I'm so stoked for him, man. He's got a lovely little family and, and doing basically everything that he told me he wanted to pursue after, um, you know, leaving Boo, which was really hard for both of us, you know. Like I love that guy like a brother. I still do. And just to see him so happy, it makes me really happy. Um, and I learned a lot from Sam in the electronic kind of stuff as well. Um, but since he left, uh, I, I'd basically kind of taken the reins on writing um, everything from that point onwards up until now Jay coming on board with Boo. And Jay's also part of a band called Golding. And I love that guy like a brother as well. And there's some songs on this record that he's helped me write. Um, because it has been nice. I kind of went through that three-year period, I guess, of putting out songs where they were just me. And then it was really nice to have someone to, yeah, to connect with again and, and bounce off with ideas. So it's been great to have to have Jay by my side doing that with me now, which is awesome. Going into the rest of 22, 2022, I should say. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> the, hopefully, you know, the big C is uh, gone for good and gigs can start happening again and tours are, I guess, a, a more common thing than they have been in the last two years. But obviously, album in the works. Um, what's the rest of the year look like for Boo Seeker? Um, well, I'm actually heading over in a couple of weeks to play Coachella with um, Hayden James. So me and Hayden, um, we wrote two songs for his record, um, which I'm absolutely honoured and stoked to be on. Um, and he 
he asked me to come over and sing one of the tracks that we wrote together at Coachella because it'll just be after his album's just come out, comes out in four weeks. Um, heard the whole thing. It's a cracking record. It's so good. I'm so honoured to be be on that. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna. I'm going to head over to Coachella, do that, and then a couple of other surprises that haven't been released um, over the next few months. And then... Um, yeah, we'll be on the boot tour at the back end of the year and playing as many shows as we possibly can. Man, I'm so, so unfit, to be brutally honest. I, we've just been playing For the Love, which is one show a week. And my God, I knew I drank red wine, man, but fuck me, I'd hate to think how much I've drank in two and a half years and not having any surprise <laughs> on stage. So I am so unfit. After the first two songs, I'm about to pass out. So um, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to at least like halving halving the amount of alcohol that goes into my system and we're sweating it back out on stage because I haven't done that for two years. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, Coachella can be a nice sort of uh, warm-up into the the more intense, I guess, uh, headliners. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, and again, you know, like with Hayden walking into my life, he's he's definitely been, I mean, I've always loved Hayden's music, you know, even before I met him. And, um, but he's definitely been an influence on me. And again, you know, like I said before, I don't usually listen to a, a lot of music, uh, when I'm writing, but because, um, I haven't really gone out and done that many collaborations. I, you know, I really took the time of going back and listening to a lot of Hayden's back catalog to get my head around it. And I guess that really did influence me on a few of these, these songs coming out on the next album for sure. And he's also got, um, me and him have got a song that we're writing together on on the boo record as well which is really cool well just on i mean i'm gonna just chat coachella for a sec from a i guess a personal point of view even if you're just helping out hayden james and performing your song together do you look at that lineup and go holy shit i'm playing a festival where kanye is the headliner for the day i'm there yeah yeah i mean as as much as we were just talking about him losing his marbles, it's still pretty amazing <laughs> to say that, you know, like we're playing on the same day as Kanye. So, um, you know, no no doubt I'll be there watching him for sure. Um, but I think it's just one of those things. Like I've, I've, I'm sure I can speak on behalf of Hayden as well, you know, like it's his show and I'm so honoured that he has asked me to come and, and be a part of it. Like I, I really am. And it, and it just shows you how how amazing the connection through music can be, you know, like without right, without meeting Hayden, writing a song with Hayden, you know, I wouldn't be heading over to Coachella to play and, and for him to um, want me to come over and do it with him is just an, an amazing feeling. And, you know, who knows? I may have never, ever stood on a stage at Coachella. Hopefully one day Boo Seeker does, but um, it's still definitely a bit of a bucket list to say that, stood on stage and played Coachella for sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, on that uh, very wholesome sort of note, Finish What You Started is streaming absolutely everywhere. Jump on that shit. Play it at work, play it in church, play it in class, wherever you want to. Get behind Boo Seeker. Let's uh, let's get him to Coachella. But, um, you know, you know where to find our socials. But, uh, Ben, I'm going to let you get out of that Woolies car park. Mate, I've just seen a BW, BWS sign, so I'm going over to get a couple of uh, drinks to go home and relax. That, that was just an intense start of an interview. It'll go down in history for me. I've never done that one before. Troubleshooting uh, through bloody Zoom and Google. Yeah, we had 
for those that uh, aren't aware, we had two different uh, interview video interview platforms up at the same time whilst also texting about the logistics of which one we were going to go to. So, look, this one's for the history books. And, uh, look, Benny, thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat. Ah, man, thanks very much. It's a pleasure every time, brother. Real good. Don't be afraid.